expose my mind to clarity Oh, my spirit shudders Capture the moment, oh, keep my sanity No wisdom rushing in everybody. Happy New Year. Welcome to the Oh Shoot Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Cassidy Lynn. And if you're new here, hello, welcome. I have a lot of new listeners from TikTok. So I just want to specifically say hi to all the people who have found me or found this podcast on TikTok. I'm very excited that you're here listening. It has been a while since I've recorded the same week as the podcast coming out. Because of the holidays, I've just been batch recording and trying to get ahead of things so that I could take a little bit of a break and enjoy my holiday season. And that's what I was able to do. So definitely I was able to do that. Definitely a good thing. Um, So I just wanted to go through a few updates because it literally has been so long since like I updated you guys on things going on, which is kind of crazy. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably know all of this stuff already. So first thing First things first, um, we celebrated Christmas. I hope that everyone had happy holidays of whatever they celebrate. Um, We celebrate Christmas, so we had a really good Christmas with my family. Um, I also went to Miami the week before Christmas. I have some family there. And yeah, it was just a fun trip to kind of get away from the cold weather. Another thing um, that I want to just put out there is I'm hosting another free workshop. Um, this workshop is going to be on the topic of editing consistent, consistently. <laughs> I, I literally go like two weeks without recording a podcast and I forget how to talk. This workshop is on editing consistently. So if you go into Lightroom and you just feel like you struggle with getting the consistent edit that you're looking for or just want to learn some new tips and tricks on how to be a little bit more consistent with your edits. This is going to be a really good workshop for you. It's free and it's going to take place in my Facebook group. So um, if you go to my Instagram, there's a link in my bio for it, or I can link it in the show notes of this episode as well. A few other things that are exciting, just little tidbits of info. Um, I did get a new computer. So I have been using like, a, I think it was like a 2019 MacBook Pro and I got the newest MacBook Pro. So I am currently recording on it right now. And so far it's been going good. A lot of people have been asking for me to kind of like review it because there's been some like mixed emotions about it. So, um, I haven't been using it enough to review it, but I definitely will keep you guys updated on my Instagram on how I like the computer. Um, I also had quite a nail journey. I know the people that follow me on Instagram would understand what I'm talking about. Basically I got just, I had a very horrible experience at a nail salon and kind of decided that I wanted to just do my own nails at home. So for Christmas, I got nail extensions. I got this whole kit that comes with like 
the glue and like the different stuff to hold it on and the lights. So um, I'm excited to try that out and I'm definitely going to keep you guys updated on that. I know it's kind of like not related to photography, but I also feel like this podcast is literally like, I just, I like to just update you guys on what's going on in my life, literally just like as a person. And the other thing before we get into this episode, um, I started reading. So I feel like I'm not like really a reader, but it has to be like the right book. And so I started reading um, November 9 by Colleen Hoover and it's literally so good. I also just finished, um, it's called Local Woman Missing, I think. Um, And that's kind of like a true crime book. That was so good too. Um, So if you're into reading and just kind of want like some nonfiction stuff, that is what I've been reading. I also want to get into more business type of books like things that kind of challenge your mind a little bit more so if anyone has suggestions for books like that definitely send me a dm because i would love to hear you guys' suggestions okay so we are going to jump into today's episode um so the topic for today is what it's like switching from hobby photography to full-time professional photography and i do want to preface by saying that like if you're doing photography in like part-time hours. So if you're doing it, you know, and working another job or whatever, I'm not trying to say that it's not professional because what you're doing very well could be professional. Um, But I think sometimes hobby photography gets tied with part-time photography. Um, So I'm not saying that if you're doing photography part-time that you can't be professional because you definitely can. So I want to talk about kind of like the switch from doing photography as a hobby and kind of a side hustle to switching to literally full-time professional photography. Like that's your job and that's, you know, that's the whole thing for you. So um, the switch was definitely challenging for me and um, it's going to be challenging in general. Um, When you switch from hobby photography to full-time photography, you go from working like 15 hours a week to a full 40 hours a week um, and just focusing on your photography. So because of that, I just feel like you can get so much more done than you normally would. Or yeah, did I say that right? So much more done. I don't know if I said that right. You you guys get the point. You can get way more... Th- <laughs> I'm trying to say the same thing that I just said, like reworded, but it's not working. The point is you can do more when you have more time to dedicate towards something. So going from maybe like 15 to 20 hours a week, maybe you're working like another job or you're a full-time student um, to then transitioning to a full 30 to 40 hours a week, focusing on photography, there is literally double the amount of time to get stuff done. The things that you're going to have planned for the next few months as a hobby photographer, you can literally achieve some of that stuff in a week, which sounds insane, but it's literally literally true. Like I know when I was doing part-time wedding photography and then working another job, all I had time to do really was edit. And, you know, it would take me a couple hours in the evening to edit and then I would go to bed and go to my job and then come home and edit again. And when you are a full-time photographer, you're able to just like 
edit during one day, finish it within one day. And then the rest of your time, you're able to dedicate towards other things. Whereas during the normal work week, if you're a hobby part-time photographer, you're only going to be able to maybe edit a wedding in that whole week. Like that's literally all you have time for. So it does make a huge difference having more time to dedicate towards photography. You'll also go from having a boss telling you what to do to then telling yourself what to do. And I think that's a huge reason why switching from hobby to professional full-time photography is so hard is because you're telling yourself what you have to do and you don't have a boss that's going to be, you know, kind of thinking of the grand scheme of things and figuring out what would be best for you to work on during that day. Um, At the same time, you do have more flexibility with everyday tasks. So you are the one calling the shots. You get to choose what you do during that day. But with the flexibility of being your own boss comes the ability to slack off. And I know firsthand that it's very, very, very tempting to slack off a little bit and just kind of like, I don't know, not work as hard, spend longer time doing things. But you do have to remember that you're only wasting your own time. And for some people that might motivate them, but other people might discourage them. So no matter what type of person you are, just know that it's good to have some sort of system in place that can help you just stay on task for the day. Just know like, okay, I need to get these things done today. Once I get these things done, I'm done with my work day. Another thing that makes the switch kind of challenging is the fact that you don't have as much accountability as you did before. Like when you have a boss, you have tons of accountability. Like that person's making sure that you're getting your everyday tasks done that you're, you know, not goofing off or whatever it is. Um, and I think as photographers, really the only accountability that we have is like our clients, which sounds kind of weird because like our clients obviously are not like our babysitters, like they hire us, but you would be surprised. Sometimes clients do keep you in check. Like if you're slacking off with your response time or, Um, Just being lazy about certain things, like not doing as good of a job as you should, your clients can call you out on that. And I feel like sometimes they do because they know that they want a professional service. And when you, you aren't being held as accountable with your tasks and just, you know, doing your job when you don't have as much accountability, your clients can notice that. And I do think sometimes clients call photographers out for that. So if you have had a client say something to you in the past, like honestly consider that as like a thing to put you in check. Um, I do think that clients step over the line sometimes, but for the most part, when someone says to you like, Hey, it's been taking you a really long time to respond. Like what's going on? Like did something come up? And if you're just sitting there like, Oh my gosh, like I just didn't respond because I haven't been good at checking my email that's a form of accountability. So another thing that makes the switch challenging from hobby photography to full-time photography is that you have to start making your own plans and your own goals for your business. And you have to figure out like what tasks are going to help you achieve those goals. And that's hard. Like doing that is super hard. Just like if you've never done it before, like 
if you've never run a business before, creating the tasks that you need to do, that's like a whole day of its own. And I think as you progress with time and as you are a business owner for longer amounts of time, this becomes more natural and you do start to understand what things need to be done and kind of like what things will help you get towards your goals. But at the beginning, when you first make the switch, that's really hard to start figuring out on your own. And I want to encourage you if you are considering switching from part-time photography to full-time photography to really sit down and think about these goals that you have and some of the things that you can do within your business to achieve these things. So that's all I'm going to say about why switching is challenging. Now we're going to talk a little bit about why I made the switch personally from hobby photography to full-time photography. I, I've shared a lot of my story on the podcast already, especially the first episode is literally just about my story. So if you want to listen to that, go ahead and go to the first episode because you'll get all the juicy details about my life and you know how this all started. But basically, the reason that I made the switch, I have a few reasons. The first was because I was booking like 20 to 30 weddings next year. So when I switched, it was 2020. I think it was the end of 2020. And for 2021, I had 30 weddings. And that was a big deal. And that's when I knew like, okay, I'm booking 30 weddings. At the price that I'm charging, I am providing myself enough of an income where I don't need this other job that I'm working. And honestly, this other job is just kind of, it's not vibing with me anymore. I feel like I've outgrown my role and I really just want to take a minute to run my own business and learn about my business more. So that was a good indication to me that I was ready to switch to full-time photography. I also knew that it was something that I want to pers- wanted to pursue as my full-time career. Sometimes as photographers, we almost feel pressured to make something that's a fun hobby. That's like a creative outlet into a money-making opportunity. Like I, you know, like if you make bracelets and you sell them on Etsy, sometimes it's tempting to be like, could I survive off of this income? Like, and it's horrible because I'm such like a business minded person that I feel like everything I do, I'm like, how can I make money off of this? Or how can this benefit me in some way? So for me, it's natural to be like, oh, I love photography and I want to turn this into my full-time career. But I do want to say that if you don't want it to be your full-time career, that is like 100% okay. Like not everyone that does photography has to make it into their full-time job. Doing it part-time is 100% okay. It's fun doing it part-time because there's not as much pressure. You're not relying on that income solely. So that's just something I wanted to put out there. Um, Another reason that I made the switch from hobby photography to full-time photography was because I had flexibility within my job to cut down my hours. So at the job that I was working at the time, I was working 40 hours and doing weddings, literally just like on the weekends and shoots on the weekends. But then... I talked to my boss and asked if I could cut my hours in half so I could do like a true part-time job and only work 20 hours a week. And for me, that was kind of like a test run of could I do photography 
full time? And could I be my own boss? Could I run my own business? I think there's so much more to a full-time photography business than just, can I shoot and can I edit? I think a lot of running the business has to do with staying on task and being productive and having good work habits. Not so much the shooting and editing part, although obviously that's a huge reason why people hire us. But there's there's more beyond that. You know, I would say shooting and editing maybe is like, 50% of our jobs and the rest of it is how to effectively run a business. So, um, the reason that I cut down my hours at the job that I was working was so I could see if I had what it takes to assign my own tasks to work on my business and actually be able to function at a stay at home, like my own boss type of job. And obviously that test run turned into like a let's do this thing type of run. So I ended up cutting my hours from 20 hours to zero hours a week and then doing photography full time. Um, So anyway, another reason that I made my switch was because I felt really confident in my abilities. And like I was saying, shooting and editing isn't the entire part of your business, but it definitely is a huge part of running a photography business. Like that's the the base, the core of your business is taking great photos and providing a great result to your clients. So I felt really confident in my abilities that I was able to take great photos. I was able to deliver the result that my clients wanted while also having the ability to be my own boss and run a business. So that was something that was really important. And I think if I wasn't feeling as confident when I wanted to switch, I probably would have held off for a little bit longer just because confidence really is key when it comes to working with clients, posing, you know, all these different things, emailing, like confidence is really what differentiates one business from another. It's just the confidence that you can provide a great service and a great experience. The last thing for just like my reasons of why I made the switch, um, I I knew that the more hours that I put into my business, it was only going to help me grow. So I knew that once I quit my job, those additional hours that I was working at that job, I could put into my business. And I know, I knew that it would help me grow. And for me, growth was the biggest thing because I, I wanted to be able to grow my income to a point where it could sustain me and just get to a point where I like wouldn't, be worried about my income as much and I could just like really supply the income to my bank account that I needed. So that was just a really, a really big reason why I made the switch. Um, so now let's talk about when you should make the switch from hobby photography to full-time professional photography. So I have a lot of things and a lot of reasons that you should consider. I'm not saying that any of these things are like a complete yes or no. Like if you answer yes to this, go quit your job right now. If you answer no to this, you'll never make it. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is each of these things are kind of like stipulations. They're just things to like ponder upon and ask yourself as you're considering making the switch. Then first thing is if you can save enough rent, or mortgage, whatever it is that you pay for three to six months, 
as a fallback just in case. I think that's a really important thing to do when you're making the switch because you really truly don't know how things are going to turn out. Um, maybe you make the switch during slow season and you don't end up seeing as much income as you'd like. At least you have that rent saved up and it's just a fallback just in case. Um, if at that point it's been like, you know, three to six months and you're not already seeing a return on that, then I would go and find a part-time job to supplement the hole in your income. Um, but just saving up, saving up enough rent is that's going to be really important just to make sure as a human being that you are able to have a shelter over your head as you transition into kind of like the unknown. If you also start to see full-time numbers within your business, that's a really good indicator that you could switch to full-time photography. And when I say full-time numbers, I'm talking about like the income that you make in your photography business minus the amount that you need to pay taxes, whatever that number ends up being, if that's like a full-time number for you and you're like, I could survive off of that income, that is a good indicator that you could switch to full-time photography. If you think that you could bring more income, if you just had an additional 15 to 20 hours a week to work on photography, that's also going to be a good indicator that you could be ready to switch. Like I was saying, I knew that if I had an extra 15 to 20 hours a week, I could be doing so much more with my business. I could see so much more growth. So that's going to be something that is something to consider, honestly, because you might not be making full-time num- full numbers right now, but you could make full-time numbers if you dedicated more hours during the week for your business. Another indication would be if you have flexibility to quit your job. That's kind of obvious, but just wanted to put it out there. If you do have the flexibility to not have a full-time job and to pursue photography as your full-time career, that would be great. You know, that's ideal. Um, If you're booking consistently at your current prices, that's a good indication that full-time photography could be right for you because booking consistently equals demand, right? It means that your prices are at a point and your work is at a point where people want to book you and it's coming in consistently. So that's a really awesome thing to look for. If you have enough in your portfolio to confidently say, I know what I'm doing when I shoot a wedding or I know what I'm doing when I shoot families, um, whatever that thing is that you shoot, if you have enough in your portfolio and it's it's a good portfolio, you feel really confident in it, that's a a really good indication that full-time photography could be right for you. Like seriously, I know a lot of the times people just focus on building their portfolio to get it to a point where they can be full-time photographers. And I think that's a really great thing to do. I think, you know, obviously everyone's portfolio keeps growing as they keep shooting, but there comes a point where your portfolio is just at this place where you're like, I'm confident in this. And I feel like I could do this as my full-time career. And there was a point where I hit that too. So um, that's a really good thing to think about and a good thing to look for within your portfolio if you're wondering, should I make the switch to full-time photography? So I did want to touch a little bit on things that helped me and within my transition to full-time photography, just things that made that transition easier. 
Um, the first thing would be staying organized. I really don't think that I could have made the switch as well as I did without the organizational tools that were already in place. So just keeping track of all of my sessions and my weddings all in one place, that was really, really important for me. Um, just having a place where everything is there, it's all laid out. You can access all your information on your clients that you need. It's all like and at your fingertips, that for me was really huge in making my transition easier because it was just one less thing in the back end of my business that I didn't have to work on. I got really proficient. <laughs> Sorry, I cannot talk today. I got really proficient in HoneyBook. Um, and I think it was within like one month of me going full time in my business. Um, so within that one month, I really focused on making HoneyBook flow and making that sort of like automation within my business. And it really changed a lot of aspects of my business. There was just like one less thing I had to worry about. So that was really huge for me staying organized. I cannot emphasize it enough. That's going to make your transition so much easier. It did help having a good website. And when I say a good website, I really just mean packed full of info and photos a website that really represents your brand. All of those things do impact whether or not someone books with you. And a good website is just like, it's the best because you can refer people to your website and kind of just let your website take over. Like if someone is wanting to book with you via DMs, they're like, oh, I'm interested in whatever, how much do you charge? Or like, can I see an example of your work? Whatever. Just send them your website and your website will kind of take it from there. So I really think that having a good website is truly essential for making your transition to full, full-time photography easier. Having some sort of experience shooting things other than portraits, for me, that was really, really helpful. So I shot a lot of events and headshots and sports at my previous job before I went full-time in my wedding photography business and having that experience, I don't know. I just feel like I worked really hard on growing my skills as an overall photographer, not just as a wedding photographer. So as I was doing, you know, shooting a, a soccer game or whatever it was, I could feel my photography skills getting better. Not necessarily like, oh, I'm being becoming a really good sports photographer. It was more like, I feel myself improving in my overall photography skills. I'm learning what different focal lengths work really well for sports and what doesn't. I'm learning what shutter speeds work really well. Um, all of the different things that you would need to know to get really good at just like a plethora of things, being really diverse in your skills. That was really, really helpful for me. And I know not everyone is able to get that type of experience, but for me, it did make my transition easier because I knew if I had to pick up a couple of event jobs or, you know, whatever it was that I would be okay with that. And I would be able to do it if I wasn't able to just shoot weddings and I financially needed to book some other types of things, I would feel comfortable doing that. Another thing that helped my transition was knowing where to put my time and energy into. Um, I, I, I kind of knew right off the bat that I would only be wasting my own time if I slack off. And, you know, if I slack off, honestly, that's on me. 
like me slacking off is only hurting my business and it's hindering me from growing. So that kind of mindset was really helpful for me as I was making the switch, just knowing where to put my time and energy into what to not care about as much. And I definitely learned very quickly not to slack off. It also helped having savings in case something didn't work out with my transition. So like I was saying earlier, having that savings of enough rent to just like comfortably make things easier. I think that was really huge for me because it just kind of like lifted a weight off my shoulders and just made me feel a little bit more secure. Like even if I fail at this, like that's okay because I still can provide for myself and I still can survive. So that was really important. I also think having experience in social media and marketing really helped me bring in new clients as I was transitioning. And I'm not saying that everybody needs a degree in marketing and that you should all right now go to school and get a digital marketing career or not a career, a degree. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying that having experience in different fields sometimes does help you see photography in a different light. And it does help you advertise your business better and market your business in a way that a consumer would see it rather than like you as the business trying to like figure out like the best ways to market yourself. Having some sort of outside perspective first, I think really does help. And you don't necessarily need this part. I'm just kind of saying this because I do think it's helpful. But even if you're able to find some sort of like training on marketing or just if you're able to get some free resources on social media and marketing for businesses, I really think that that stuff helps when you switch from being a hobby photographer to a full-time photographer because you you have to market your business. Like that's just part of the switch. You know, you're not relying on another income anymore. You're you're really just focusing on the full-time photography business that you have and marketing is so 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 huge because people are just going to randomly find you or look at you on the street and be like, "Huh, you look like a photographer. Can I book you?" Like that's not how it works. You have to get in people's faces. You have to remind them of your service. You have to create connection and trust and all of these different things. So Having some sort of previous knowledge in social media and marketing, I really do think helped my transition because I knew right away the things that I should be doing in order to market myself better and grow my business. Whether you're a hobby photographer listening to this, a full-time photographer listening to this, maybe you're part-time and you're just kind of in this in-between phase, I hope that this episode was helpful for you and you found some little gems from all of this stuff that I've been saying. Um, if you are looking to switch from hobby to full time, I would just encourage you to evaluate some of these things that I've been talking about, really think it through. And honestly, if you are leaning towards yes, then go for it. I really, truly love my job and I want everyone to experience this type of career that I have because I love wedding photography so much and it's so much fun and I wouldn't trade my job for anything. And I, I want that for you guys too. So thank you for listening. I'm so glad that you guys made it this far. If you wouldn't mind rating and reviewing my podcast, I would love that so much. 
Um, I think that's basically it for today's episode. Happy New Year, everyone, and have a great day. Expose my mind to clarity. Oh, my spirit shudders. Capture the moment or keep my sanity. No wisdom rushing in. So.